Welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf. And, of course, The Bookshelf, ladies, Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Well, good to have everybody back in uh, back at full strength. And, uh, of course, uh, I'm sure a lot of, uh, lot of good titles and uh, things to look forward to on the bestseller list this week. Of course. Oh, we have lots of stars. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this is all good. I will start out with our indie bestseller list. And um, go for it, girlfriends. Okay. And we have um, stars on there, which everybody knows by now indicates we have some debuts on the list. So tis the season for debuts. Okay. In the hardcover fiction, Amore Tolls is still number one with the Lincoln Highway. And we talked about that a few weeks ago. Um, sounds like a really good one. It's set in the 1950s, mm-hmm. so that looks like it could be very interesting. Cloud Cuckoo Land, Anthony Doerr is number two. That one looks interesting, too, on a totally different level for me, but it's set in three <laughs> different times time of, you know, some fantasy, some past. It's, it looks interesting. It's very complex. <laughs> Yes, complex. There's a good word. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Louise Penny and Hillary Rodham Clinton has number three with State of Terror. Now, this looks like a good one. I I love a good mystery. And, um, you know, Louise Penny, you you can't go wrong with her. So, um, and it's been getting great, great reviews, great feedback. So, yes, it has been getting a lot of good reviews. So there you go. Um, number four is a debut on our list. It's Elizabeth Strout, and it's called Oh William. <laughs> What's this one about, Chris? I didn't look this one up. Did you? Do you know? Well, of course, Elizabeth Strout. She's she's great. I mean, she's had a lot of bestsellers. And this one is about a writer. Her name is Lucy Barton. Uh, she agrees to go on a trip with her ex husband William to unearth a family secret. Oh, there you oh. go. Like it's going to be very intriguing. Yeah, that sounds good. I might have to pick that one up, too. Um, number mm-hmm. five is also a debut on our list. And, and here again, you can't go wrong with, with this guy, John Grisham, in the judges list. And I think we talked about this one um, Yeah, we have. Week we or talked so about ago. this a little bit. And, you know, this is kind of a sequel. So he, you just love a John Grisham. Yeah, I just hope oh, that yeah. it's the ending that I want. <laughs> you will behave yourself until you get to the <laughs> end and not go ahead like you have a tendency to do. Um, I know so many books, so little time, but, you know, the yeah. whole the whole fun part of it is is getting to that point, you know, <laughs> not just jumping into it. It's... It's, easing it's, into it's it. It's the journey. Yes, it's the journey, yes, not the exactly. destination. Yes. Exactly. In order to enjoy dessert, you eat your meal first, like Mom always says. So, <laughs> number 15. <laughs> of course, we always had dessert, you can tell. But 
It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, number 15 is a debut on our list, Anthony Horowitz. And I love this because I, I want to say this different than it actually is because it's so similar. It's a line to kill instead right. of a time to kill. Um, mm-hmm. But this is debuting. And um, any background on that one? Well, it's the third one in a series. And, of course, if, if you like, you know, this is this little series that they've done, they really uh, compare this to, um, uh, what's her name, the, the British writer of mysteries, the, the, the Supreme Oh, Agatha writer. Christie? Agatha Christie, yes. And so if you like her, you're going to like this series. Um, the first two, these were originally published in England, and then they make their way over to this country. They're all, they, it lags a year behind. And, um, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and, um, I'm awake. I swear. If you like Agatha Christie, this is, uh, this is the guy for you, Anthony Horowitz. He, and he's got a Did lot he? of, he writes a lot of things. Did he, was he writing for the estate for something? Was he writing for Agatha Christie's estate for something? I don't know, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that. I have to look that up. Well, when we get to work, I have to look that up. There you go. It's for some reason I I put those two together. Like he did something for the estate for that, for, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Anyway, so yeah, but, but he is good. Whatever, whatever he writes, he is good. In the nonfiction, uh, Stanley Tucci, film number one, Taste My Life Through Food. The storyteller, yeah, Tales of, I know, he's so funny. The storyteller, t- Teller, Tales of Life and Music, and that's David Grohl, of course, at number two. A Carnival of Snackery, Diaries 2003 to 2020, and David Sedaris. <laughs> just, just the title alone makes me smile. He's just funny. He is. You know, um, he's just funny. An, another guy that I think is hilarious in in a very subdued way is Nick Offerman. And he has number four with Where the Deer and the Antelope Play. Yeah, um, a very different then, way. <laughs> yes. And then, and then back to reality here, we have number five with Peril, Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. Oh, number six is a debut on our list. The Book of Hope, A Survival Guide for Trying Times. And this is really good. This is Jane Goodall and Douglas Abrams. Um, Jane Goodall. You know, I, my I, gosh, how long? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, I picked that up and kind of flipped through it, and it's really interesting. I mean, she's just, she's an icon. She's amazing. Yes. You know, and so, you know, she's looking this through so many different eyes. Um, and when she say it's a book of hope. Uh, there, that's good. We need that. Um, I, I think I, I said to you at, when we were talking about this book originally, I said, I didn't know she was still alive. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. But obviously right. she is, and she's writing. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is yeah, good. Yeah, because, you know, it, it was like I, I kind of thought of her as being old when I was young. But, but she yeah. probably wasn't. You know, she just, you know, had that, that sage way Weathered. about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a very old term. Oh, yeah. That. Well, old, old soul. I think yeah. she's an old soul. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Another debut 
on our list is Rebecca Solnit, and it's Orwell's Roses. So that does not that sound like sounds, a nonfiction, but well, it it is. Um, it's not a biography about George Orwell. Uh, it's it's more about something when um, she was researching him. She found that he was a, a also a naturalist and oh. a very close nature. You know, now I would never have thought that. You know, after no. both Animal Farm and 1984, that I can't say. <laughs> you know, maybe it's it's something that I have to go back and reread um, because Knowing. they were forced on me when I was in high school and college, <laughs> and I didn't go for either one of them. Um, but she said, you know, that after she's under after she understands him and the way that actually, if you read the books, you'll see things in them that you might not have noticed before. This is this is what he says. Um, oh. But, you know, if you're interested in classic writers, th- this would be a, a great book to read. Hmm, interesting. I may have to look at that one and then revisit some of his books. We died. When I subbed last year, they were doing Animal Farm in English, and um ah. It's like I sat there and, and read parts of it that I'd kind of forgotten about, and it's like, oh, ooh, okay, and you know, okay, kind yeah. of actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm very likely if I read Animal Farm again, I would look at it in a different way, as you know, after, oh yeah, after living, you know. So maybe yeah. I should. It's not yeah. a long book. It you know it doesn't. No, it's it not. Like it's it, not. You know, it uh, it reads pretty read. fast. Yeah, yes, and, and knowing what we know now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is true, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, but I, I can tell you honestly, after yesterday, teenagers do not change that much. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> God, I oh, love we were, them. We were subbing yesterday. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just. Yeah, teenagers are are always going to be teenagers. So it's it's you know yeah. it's it's reassuring in a way. It's reassuring. Mm. Um, in the paperback fiction, number one, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, Frank Dune, or Frank Dune, Frank Herbert is at number two mm. with Dune. Um, tried getting that in last week. It's out all over. I don't know if it's back in oh, yet yeah. or not. Is it yeah. good? I don't know if we still have um, any. I know that I had ordered well, them prior to, so they might be gone. Okay, because, yeah, because I think I looked last week, um, you know, and I remember not that long ago, we had tons of copies of those years ago. And um, sure. so, yeah, it's a, a movie, I'm assuming, now? Yes, Again, they're doing on, a movie. On, yes, it's in the theater. And it's also on one of the streaming services. I haven't had the time to read it, but I did have an individual tell me the other day that they had gone to see it. And um, it, it's only, I mean, you know, because Dune came out years ago, you know. The, oh, yeah. Then that was originally filmed years ago. This new one only does about half. And then it stopped. Oh, really? And so, obviously, you know, if this does, well enough it's gonna they're gonna do a sequel yeah oh yeah hmm. interesting unless they've already but we, filming, you can tell us yeah 
jail. That's that's true too. But we will, if we don't have it in, we will work our darndest to get a copy in for yeah. those who want to read that before they see Lots the movie of delays or going reread it. Yeah. Yeah. I did read Dune. It was good. I loved Dune. Was it? It, well, it never appealed to me, read. but I did. Uh, I, I I did like it. It was very well written. It was very interesting. Of course, I was a science fiction freak, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. Madeline Miller's at number three with Song of Achilles, and she's also at number four with Circe. Anxious people, Frederick Backman, round out our top five. And there are no stars this week, <clears throat> excuse me, in the fiction. In the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass, while Robin Wall Kimmerer, The Body Keeps the Score. Bra- I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the angels singing. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you hear that? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's not me. I have, another meeting. I have another meeting coming up at about 10 o'clock, so. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm, I'm okay. Good. I'm not hearing things. <laughs> Jesus no, isn't not. calling me yet. Okay. Not okay. Yet. Because the body, <laughs> the body keeps the score, and mine isn't going to be too high. Brain, mind, <laughs> body, and the healing of trauma. So that's Bessel van der Kolk. But you know, um, talking to strangers, what we should know about people we don't know. Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting book. Oh. That that fascinating. Did very, did very well in hardcover. Yeah, and it is. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Timothy Snyder has number four. It's on Tyranny, the graphic edition. (laughs) So, you know, I was really tempted to get that. I I haven't yet, but I may have to, um, you know, because on Tyranny, of course, is I just wanted to see how they how they're going to represent that in a graphic edition. How they draw it? Yeah. Well, it's it's ten mm-hmm. speed press, so that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, yep. Could be. They, yeah, they do some interesting stuff. They're very good. Uh, at David. That. This is true. David Sedaris has number five with the best of me, and uh, there are a couple stars on on the nonfiction list here, paperback. Um, David Michaelis, uh, Eleanor, Michaelis. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eleanor, which is of course Eleanor Frank, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Roosevelt. So, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So if if you like a good biography, oh, um, beautiful! This was a beautiful yeah. biography. Like yeah, a, she was a yeah, fascinating, fascinating yes, woman. She was absolutely. I mean, she was a lot so of, far ahead of time. Yes, yes, yeah. A lot of. A lot of different facets to her, and um, mm-hmm. I think people just didn't realize how very intelligent she was. Let's see, another debut on our list, it's Adam Kurtz, and it's You Are Here For Now, A Guide to Finding Your Way. Okay, <laughs> that could come in yeah. handy. Um, yeah, let's see, in the children's, early and middle grade readers, Wow, back on top, Jeff Kinney with Raleigh Jefferson's awesome, friendly, spooky stories. About, it it did, probably very, in the, did very well during Halloween. Yes, it did. It did. It did. And it's finally in the right time frame, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Kate, DeMil- Kate, Kate DeCamillo with the Beatrice Prophecy at number two. Shannon Hale, Friends Forever. R.J. Palacio with Pony and J.K. Rowling, Christmas Pig. There is one debut on our list. Um, 
which is one we've had in stock for a while and made on made on the list here. It's Scary Stories for Young Foxes, Christian McKay Heidecker, and uh, that is a that is a neat book. I, I really like it. it. Is, I know we sold it's a horrible book, and the second one actually has come out. This this edition is is a star because it's just come out in paperback. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know we've had the hardcover, which is. It's a great, it's a great story. It, but this isn't something. This is, um, you know, early and middle grade readers. If you have a sensitive reader, this isn't one for them. Uh, this can get kind of sc- it's scary, you know. And it's it's not just scary, spooky scary at all. It's it's what these young foxes have to go through. And the uh, second book is called Scary Stories for Young Foxes in the City. And in this case, oh. uh, they've, ha- you know, they've been run out, the, the foxes, they're losing their territory. You know, their environment is changing and they're, and they're forced to get, get into the city uh, in order to find food. And um, it's, it's really, you know, I might I might have to pick it up and read it because they meet another fox and he's going to tag. He has escaped from a fur farm, and he, oh. and he knows just that he has a lovely existence and he's used to being fed and all that kind of stuff. But he wanted to see what was going on, so he escapes and finds out what's happening to all the other the foxes and what what was planned for him. And so he wants these other foxes to go back and help him rescue. And um, the other foxes that are being held. So, oh, but, but it gets interesting. Little, it gets a little intense, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Some at, some kids. Yeah, that's it's not for everybody. But I tell you what, it's not for it's no, but, but yeah. Oh my gosh, really well written. So yeah, you know, I, I think this is probably going to be a, a, a case in point for Peta. This is definitely one they're going to want people to read in this case. Yeah. Okay, let's see. The Young Adult, number one, Adam Silver. They both die at the end. Kieran J. Zahu, uh, Iron Window at number two. Gary Paulson, Hatchet, may he rest in peace. Awesome guy. We're going to miss him. Yes, Firekeeper's Daughter. Yeah. Angeline Bolivs with Firekeeper's Daughter, The Girl from the Sea, Molly Knox. Um, Margaret Owen has a debut at number seven called Little Thieves. And Lauren Blackwood is also debuting at number nine with Within These Wicked Walls. So, yeah. Lots of good ones there. Okay. Children's Illustrated, Change Sings, a children's anthem. Of course, that's Amanda Gorman. Room on the Broom, number two, Julia Donaldson. Woodland Dance, Sandra Boynton. Little Blue Trucks Halloween, Alice Shirtle. Boo Ba La La La, Sandra Boynton, number five. And no no debuts on that list, but lots, lots and lots of good books. Children's mm-hmm. Series, T. Sutherland at number one with Wings of Fire. Mo Willems, number two, Elephant and Piggy. Dog Man, Dave Pilkey. Lauren Tarshish with I Survived, that whole series. Um, mm-hmm. It's great. great. And Babysitter's Club graphic, Ann Martin, uh, rounds out our top five. So, yeah. like I said, lots, and lots you know of good books. What I thought was interesting in the Mass Market series that we have, Dune 
is the first three, Dune, Dune Messiah, and Foundation are one, two, and three in the mass market. Oh, yeah. And then you, get, yeah. you go right down to 1984 and Animal Farm by George Orwell. So, uh, <laughs> but the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was kind of a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's been around forever yeah. and ever. It's, it's a great book. Uh, Children of the Dune is back in there. And Stephen King's The Shining, really. <laughs> we're, like, we're really wow. getting creepy here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's back. And then Brandon Sanderson's The Way of the King and Good Omens by Neil Gaiman. Now, Good Omens is, you know, that's a lot of classics on our mass market. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that it's all science fiction, fantasy. Um, yeah. Almost everything. Yeah. Or classic. That's, so let's just that's jump, interesting. jump right into the USA Today. Um, the judges list is debuting at number one. We've already talked about that one. Uh, the Pioneer Woman Cook Super Easy by Reed Drummond is debuting at number two. Yay! 120 shortcut recipes for dinners, desserts, and more. And trust me, I wasn't hungry before I picked that up and looked through it, but I was immediately. <laughs> the pictures are beautiful, and, and the recipes oh, and are quick. And easy, easy. you know, it's yes. almost kind of like, remember those semi-homemade cookbooks yes. that were out, yes. which we still have. Yep. We still have those. Oh, yeah. They're so wonderful. They they remind me of that. Um, yep. up, up to number three, now we have Frank Herbert in Dune. <laughs> a Shadow in Ember by Jennifer Armentrott is debuting at number four. And um, this is an e-book. This doing very well. It's the first in a series. Lincoln Highway Armor Tolls doing well on USA Today as well as ours. Not All Diamonds and Roses by David Quinn. Um, this is, no, 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 um, no. You, no. You said that wrong. It's Not All Diamonds I, and Rose. Oh, I, I missed the little. Uh, uh, why didn't he just say that? Which, it's Not All Diamonds and I, Rose. Yes. Uh, yeah, which, and of course, this yeah. is the side story of the real housewives from the people who lived it. <laughs> okay, so I don't, your, I don't know, you know. Which, yeah, I don't know which real housewives he's talking about because they were they're all over the country, but uh, could be interesting, I guess. Yeah, a little um, voyeurism there. Yeah, I suppose number seven is still is back. <laughs> With the Wish by Nicholas Sparks uh, was number four last week. Uh, debuting at number eight is the Attack on the Titans, and this is the thirty-fourth series with Hajime Isayama. And this is a Konasha Comics, <clears throat> an anime um, <clears throat> a comic graphic novel. And um, so, since it's it, but this is the final in the series, so. This is oh. definitely going to wrap it all up. So this, you can't be missed if you were following if you were following the Titans. It ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Has done well all summer, and it's still with us. It's actually come up from last week. State of Terror: Louise Penny and Hillary Rodham Clinton. Uh, the new Secretary of State faces a global crisis. Doing well on our list. Doing well all across the nation. The Christmas Pig by J.K. Rowling. This is just going to be, I think, one of the hottest Christmas books going. Um, it looks, I just checked not too long ago, and um, 
they seem to have a plenty of a good supply of this, so let's hope this will last until everybody gets gets a copy that they want. Debbie well, May you Coors know, Day, what's that? Oh, let's say St. St. Nick Day is coming up, so plan ahead. Exactly. Yes. And so you know, the Christmas pick take, would work. Yes, Christmas pick, and and this is the day that you want to give a really cool Christmas book. On you know because exactly get you ready, get you in the mood. The whole month of December, they've got something to read about Christmas. And, and the next and one number exactly. Yes, number I was going to say that is de- debuting uh, Debbie Maycomber's Dear Santa. Um, she does a great Christmas uh, story every year, and this is her new uh, debut this year. Apples Never Fall. Lane Moriarty uh, is. Still doing well at number 13. Room on the Broom, leftover from uh, the uh, Halloween uh, holiday. David Grows, the Storyteller. This is another one that will do well all year. And Elizabeth Stout's O. William is debuting on USA Today also. Finding Kenna is by Susan Stoker. This is another ebook. Uh, this is a print on demand, so we can get this if you would like to get it. We can. Uh, take care of print-on-demand for you. To Rescue the Republic by Brett Baer and Catherine Whitney. This is about Ulysses S. Grant and the Fragile Union and the Crisis of 1876. Midnight in Washington, 19, number 19 by Adam Schiff. Uh, How We Almost Lost Our Democracy and Still Could. And Anthony Doerr's book, The Cloud Cuckoo Land, rounds out our top 20 for um, this week. And so there's going to be lots more, I'm sure. I think last week we had over 400 new releases. Um, This week we have uh, how many? 457 new books. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to say all of them, but one of the, uh, I think a big one that if you are a Beatles fan, if you are a Paul McCartney fan, his book, The Lyrics, 1956 to Present, is basically um, his biography, but it's it's done through 154 of his most meaningful songs. Um, you mean, this book is $100, and it's already <laughs> out of stock. Look at that. I'm Whoa. Up here, and it's gone. So I, you know, it could be because, you know, it was so expensive they didn't get that many. Uh, they have lots and lots and lots of them on order. Um, so let's hope that we're going to be able to get this if you want it. Um, it's 960 pages. This is in a slipcase volume, uh, two editions in order to do this all. So if you're a Beatles fan, this absolutely is a definitive book to have for that and that comes out next week hopefully um and and the bad guys in the behind you the bad guys for those guys who like the bad guys Um, and ladies we are out of time and can you once again yeah afraid so can you uh go ahead and give us your uh location hours and phone number please uh we are on the corner of walnut and bowringer uh, we're here from uh, 11 to 5, Tuesday through Friday, and Saturday, 11 to 2, if I can make it in. 
is 812-934-5800. So give us a call. Oh. Uh, we had a lot more to talk about. We just ran out of time. All right. Well, we will do this again next week. Another edition of Bookshelf with the Bookshelf Ladies. That's on Book Talk on WRBI. We'll talk to you again next week. Book Talk. Book Talk. Book Talk.